If I were a rich man, la 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 threw my ass out. I just threw my ass out. Wow. Uh, welcome to the Harlan Highway. Don't throw this podcast out because I am Harlan Williams, your host. And uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad you're here, man. What a show we have today. Um, we're going to be talking about business cards. Do you collect business cards? How many do you have? Any weird ones? I have a few. I'm going to talk about that. And uh, are you a lap driver? You know, I think you know what I mean. Do you put stuff in your lap when you drive like a living, breathing creature, like a dog? Are you one of these people that drives around with a dog on your lap? Oh, yeah, I'm peed about that. And then something a little sad, a little touching. going to be talking about when a friend, a friend exits your life, when a friend goes away. How does it make you feel? Oh, it's not fun, is it? And then lastly, oh, talk about friends. Have you got the new Siri iPhone with the talking robot Siri inside? Is she your friend or is it all just computerized BS fake relationship mumbo jumbo? You're going to find out right here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. Ow! What? We've got here is failure to communicate. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. This is Harland Williams. I'm a human being. God damn it. Hey, hey, hey. It's Harland Williams here today. Do you hear a little sadness in my voice? A little bit of sadness? You ever have it where you've got a good friend? You know, you've been living in the same city for who knows how long. Five years, ten years, twenty years. You know, you got your little pockets of friends here and there, and some of them you don't see all the time, but you know they're always out there, you know? They're always these friends that are out in your city, and if you needed to call them or you needed to meet up with them, they'd be there for you. So I have a friend, my friend Kristen, who's been here kind of since I moved to town. She's finally moving. You know, met a guy, got a new job, he's going to get married. And you kind of take these friends for granted, don't you? When they're when they're just out there. And you know, you can call them whenever, say hi, get together for lunch or dinner. But then when they, they call you that one day or that one night and go, I'm leaving. You kind of go, whoa. And it leaves like a little empty spot inside you. Leaves a little empty spot in your city. The city you're in seems just a little bit less friendly because that, that one person you cared about that you liked is, is no longer there. They were part of the fabric of your life and of the city. It's like one of your favorite restaurants is taken down. Or a piece of parkland or farmland that's been there your whole life has suddenly turned into uh, housing development. And you're just like, ugh. Why did things have to change? Oh, my heart hurts. Ooh. It's that type of thing, man. Oh, not to bring you down, people, but uh, 
Just wanted to let you know it was on my mind. Bummer. But at least I still got all you folks, right? You're not leaving town, are you? All my peeps? All my friends listening to me on the Harlan Highway? Where are you going? Don't, don't go, don't go! What, you're moving to that housing development that they just put up? Okay, I pass that every day. I liked it better when it was a field, but I'll make sure I stop in and say hello. Because you always got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Honk if you see Kristen. Yeah, you got a friend in me. Beep, beep, boo-hoo. <laughs> On the Harlan Highway. <sighs> Man. And then there's the other people, right? The people that you can't seem to get rid of. Or people in your life that you don't really need in your life. And some of the weirdest people around are business card junkies. You ever been at a function or at some random weird place and somebody introduces you to someone and, you know, you get in kind of a meaningless, idle, chit-chat conversation just because you've kind of been forced into it? It's like an awkward social situation. You're with your friend uh, Sarah. And she's like, oh, Harland, hey, this is my friend Eddie. He's a real estate developer. Why don't you two say hi? Hey, man. Hi, how you doing? I'm Eddie. Hey, nice to meet you, man. So you like land or what? Uh, You mean like like the planet? Yeah, I guess so. You know, land, man. That's what I do. I, I sell land. Wow, we're, I think we're standing on some land right now. Yeah, I own it. I own this land, yeah. Bought it in 73. It's gone up a bit, you know, since then, and then back down. Now it's up. I should probably charge you just for standing on it. And you meet all walks of people, right? You meet all kinds of people. And what cracks me up is when, you know, they tell you what they do. Like, let's say they own land. They're a real estate guy, and you live, like, you live in Alaska in a fishing camp, right? Or you meet a guy who uh, makes gears for helicopter blades, and uh, you run a uh, you run a flower shop down in Tampa, Georgia, or Tampa, Florida, right? And at the end of your conversation, someone inevitably goes, "Hey, you know what? Let me give you my card. Here, take my card. You know, and uh, you know." Hit me up. I sell uh, I sell rotator uh, sprockets for uh, helicopters. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're ever, you know, tinkering around the uh, flower shop or whatever, and you're like, you know what would look good over here? A helicopter blade or a rotor cup or whatever. Just call me up. I mean, you get my emails on there, my fax number. Uh, hit me up because, you know, I'll take care of that for you. Isn't it weird? Like I was, I was on a uh, on a holiday recently, and I had to do one of these deals where you have to drive your car onto a giant <laughs> onto a giant ferry boat. Okay, I think you've either been on one of you've you've, you've seen them. They're incredible uh, nautical uh, pieces of uh, machinery. I mean, we're talking about these giant ferry boats, and you can put, like, 40, like, 18-wheelers on there and 200 cars, and it's really a technological miracle, an engineering miracle, right? 
So uh, we get we get hooked up to go down right into where the captain is. You know, we get we get this special treatment, and we get taken down into the captain's uh, where, where the the steering controls are, where they're, they're you know the the heart of the ship, where where everything's uh, they're watching and they're steering this huge rig with uh, thousands of people and cars and. <laughs> And I'm talking to the guy, and I'm like, oh, wow, so what is this doing? How fast does this go? And blah, blah, blah. And this guy's, well, she goes about 45 knots if you get her up on a good day. But we got to watch out for the waves and the current sometimes slows down a wee tad. And you never know what's going to happen out here on the frothy sea, lad. And I'm like, great. So, we, you know, we're shooting the breeze for about 20 minutes, half an hour. And at the end of it, he goes, here, let me give you my card. And I'm like, oh, um... Okay. And he gives me my car. <laughs> he gives me his card. And I'm like, I look at it, ferry boat captain. He's like, you take my card, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, I got it. I'm putting it right in my pocket. Because, you know, if I ever need a ferry boat captain, you're the guy I'm calling. We have a relationship. It's just so bizarre. I guess it's it's people's need or desire to connect and and uh, I don't know if if it's that feeling like they 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 get they're getting one step up on everyone else. Hey man, that that comedian guy Harlan Williams was down in my on my deck of my boat. Yeah, I saw him too, man. He was upstairs uh, walking around uh taking in the scenery. Yeah, well, I gave him my card. Yeah, we have a thing going. He he's gonna call me if he ever needs a ferry boat captain. Oh, okay. Well, I uh, okay. Well, I okay. Yeah, that's right. Me and Harlan Williams, we got uh, we got a thing. Okay, he's got my fax number. Okay, he's got my cell number. He's got my email. He's got the name of my business. He's got the name of my boat. And he's got my title, Captain Jackson. Okay. Okay, man, you don't have to get so defensive. Hey, okay? It's just weird, and it happens a lot. You know, I'm sure you've all had it, right? Hey, man, I own a tanning salon. Here, take my card, you know. If you're ever if you're ever back uh, from uh, Tasmania, look me up. I'm sure you'll be wanting a tan, you know. Yeah, I own a, a dog sled team up in Alaska. Here, take my card. Never know when you want to get out for a run in minus 78. So I don't know. Weird stuff, um, but uh, how many cards do you have? Maybe you want to share with the rest of us here and tell us the weirdest card you ever got. 323-739-4330. If you have a, if you have a wacky business card story you want to share, let us know. Or write me at harlanwilliams.com. And that address should be right there on the bottom of my card. See it? harlanwilliams.com. Here's my number, 323-739-4330. Yeah. Yeah, if you ever need a podcast host, man, I'm, I'm your guy. Yeah, I'm, I'll... No. On, no, what? This between me and you, man. If you ever need me to host your podcast, I mean, just, you know, we're tight, right? Hello? Where are you going? Where are you going? What do you mean you're going to get on a ferry? What's that mean? Come back. Come back. Please, I want to be your business card, buddy. Come back. You've got my number and my email and my fax. Fax. Call.
Hey, everybody, this is Harlan Williams, and you're on the Harlan Highway. Welcome to the government doesn't want you to know. Did you know that Dalmatians are just albino leopards? They're not dogs. They're one of the jungle's most vicious predators. If your children are missing after the puppy grew up, it's because you didn't buy them a Dalmatian. You bought them an albino leopard, and they were consumed. The government doesn't want you to know. I mean, come on, hey, come on now, come on now, won't you, hey now, come on? Highland Williams. Let's go for a Sunday drive. Uh... Are you a driver? You must be if you're on the highway. Well, maybe you're walking down the highway. But I know most of you probably drive, and uh, this freaks me out. Tell me how you feel about it. How many of you have seen the dildo driving down the street with, A, a dog on their lap, okay? The dog's either sitting on their lap, like right in their crotch, keeping their precious precious package warm and staring out the window, or the dog's, like, standing on the lap and has his hands up on the window, and he's, like, sticking his face out the driver's side window. Okay, there's that phenomenon. And then here's the other one. You ever see someone driving with a neck brace? They look like a, a, a giant, like they got a giant priest collar on. They're like they're super holy or something. I mean, shouldn't that be a shouldn't both of those be illegal? I mean, let's face it, driving. There's a lot of like movement of the head. I mean, maybe not that much when you're just like wailing down a highway in one lane, but you know when you're taking turns and going left and going right and. There's traffic swarming all around you, dodging in and out. You're not always going to just use your mirror. And even to use your mirror, you got to, like, look around back and forth. So I get freaked out when I see some nutbag with a great big white neck brace around their face. It's almost, like, so high it's, like, covering their eyes almost. Looks like that kid Mort from the Bazooka Joe comics. Remember that freak that used to pull the red sweater up right to his eyes? Could never see his nose or mouth. I don't know why. He had a crazy turtleneck sweater. That's what these people look like. It's like, you know what? Obviously, your neck is broken or sprained or something's up, baby. Call a cab, man. Spend 20 bucks. Don't don't put, put the rest of us in jeopardy because you're a cheap wad. Throw down some lettuce, man, and you t- take a ride to the chiropractor or whatever you got to do. Running around town, driving with stiff as a c- corpse. <laughs> Can't move your head around. What's next? You're going to put one of those cones on your head like they do when dogs get uh, ear infections? Why don't you slap one of those on, Tomb Raider? And then how about this, the the, the lap dogs? Okay, look, dogs are unpredictable. A dog could see a blue jay sitting on a mailbox and go berserk. A dog could see a cat running down the sidewalk. A, 
A dog can see a cloud. Who knows what a dog thinks, right? And you got this little time bomb sitting on your lap, like somehow he's helping you drive. Or you can't uh, you can't be away from cuddles for more than twenty minutes because cuddles is sensitive. Or you you can't you can't be away from your puppy. Screw that, man. That's a distraction. That's trouble waiting to happen. You don't know what your dog's gonna do. His head could get tangled in the steering wheel. He could jump at something, and you're like, "Oh my god, my dog's jumping out the window!" And when you go to reach for him, take your eyes off the road. Boom. I saw someone with a neck brace and a dog the other day. Are you kidding me? People like that should just be allowed to drive hearse. Yeah, like a funeral hearse. That way, you know, when they do hit someone and kill everything, at least they're ready to go. It's like, oh, sorry, my bad. Sorry. I had a chihuahua on my lap and my neck is immobilized. Yeah, let me... Let me see if I can get someone to throw your dead body in the back of my hearse. That's my bad. I knew this was going to happen. That's why I drive a hearse. Let me, can I take you to O'Sullivan's funeral parlor? Well, why am I talking to you? You're dead. At least you're not going to tell anyone. You're dead. Good night, Nelly Furtado. And I've said that before. So just, you know what, if you're not, if you're not able to drive and you're not able to do it cleanly, just don't do it. I mean, isn't it bad enough we got cell phones, people texting and dialing and talking? That's all I need to see now, okay? Someone with a Sharpay in their lap, a neck brace, and texting while they're driving. I might as well just, like, get out of my car and lay down on the road. Hey, over here, yeah, run over me, please, yeah. Run over me, because you're going to kill me eventually. And uh, if there's any blood, just have your dog lick it up or, uh, you know, take your neck brace off and absorb it, dab it all up. Ugh. So there you go. Come on, gang. Let's uh, let's focus and let's uh, let's drive when we drive and leave the dogs and the vertebrae at home. Thank you. Oh, man. Are we a robot society or what? You ever call a uh, some kind of phone place and they give you like a robot answering machine? Here, if you're not sure what I mean, listen to this. 411 Info. Say a city or state or say other services. Uh, Denver, Colorado, man. That's Chantanilla, California, right? No. Sorry about that. Go ahead and say the listing you want. Denver, Colorado, man. That's Los Angeles, California, right? No. Sorry about that. Go ahead and say the listing you want. Uh, Denver, Colorado, man. That's Meadows, Maryland, right? No. Sorry about that. Go ahead and say the listing you want. How about the Jolly Green Giant's big, fat, green ass? That's Newcastle, Colorado, right? No. Sorry about that. Go ahead and say the listing you want. No, I'm done with you, okay? All right. Good. So now we're going to do things my way, all right? All right. 
All right, first of all, I want you to apologize for wasting all my time, you stupid robot. Sorry about that. Apologize again. Sorry about that. Now, you're going to go down to the drive-thru and get me dinner. All right. And then you're going to come home and give me a sponge bath. Okay. And then we're going to have wild, crazy robot sex all night long. Okay. All right. Until I blow your circuits. All right. And when I'm done, you're going to say what? Sorry about that. Yeah. Now get to it. Okay. Robots. I guess in the end, that's the only good thing about them. In the end, you get the final word. You get to tell them what to do. All right. I wasn't talking to you. Get going. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, robot phones. Now, I haven't got the Siri thing yet, okay, the Apple Siri robot thing. But I'm hearing from everyone I know who has it. They love it. They're like, oh, my God, this thing is incredible. It uh, programs their TV. It tells them where everything is. It, I mean, and you got to figure this is just the beginning, okay? I mean, if, if they've got this technology in your little phone and it, it can talk to you and tell you what to do and have conversations, yada, 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 uh, just imagine what's next. I've heard rumors. I, I have no verification. It's just a rumor, but I've heard, I've read that t- Apple might be getting into the television industry where they're actually going to start manufacturing TVs. And you know that if they do that, they're going to talk. Imagine that. You walk in your door, no remote. You're just like, I want to see Hawaii Five O episode uh, 3. Okay, here it is. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, you know. You just talk to your TV. And you know Apple have it hooked up to your music and your email. And Show me emails from uh, John. You got it, boss. Um. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing technology. I love it. It's it's uh, been a long time coming. I guess not if you put it into the perspective of the timeline of technology and the computer age, the home computer age in particular. But it's one of these things. I think I talked about it before on this show where you, you have you ever had an invention, an idea that you came up with that was ahead of its time and you told all your friends and you talked to people about it? Like, ah, no way. No, it's not really going to work. Well, I can't take credit for Siri, but I would say about, uh, I don't know, five years ago. um, And, you know, maybe even 10 years ago, I came up with the idea. But five years ago, I actually talked to a computer developer about this idea. Um, I had these uh, businessmen from a uh, technology company who wanted to sit down with me to talk about the possibilities of, you know, webcasting and stuff like that. And we ended up doing a little work together. And I said to them, I said, guys, this might sound way out, but here's what I'd really like to develop. And they're like, well, what do you got? And I said, well, think about it. People spend so much time on their laptop computers now. It's like they probably spend more time with their computers than they do with their family. And most people have, a, you know, an intimate relationship with their laptop. It's like it's got their phone numbers and their friends and their letters and their videos and their pictures. And, you know, 
It's like their little treasure box, right? And uh, and so I said to these guys, I said, look, I've had this idea swimming in my head for a long time that, you know, your computer should talk to you because it's a very cold, empty experience. You sit there and you do so much with your computer, but it doesn't communicate with you. And I said, we must be at the stage, and again, this was five years ago, where, you know, we can do some kind of program where if you said, hey, computer, how you doing today? The computer has a list of generic answers. We go, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today, Paul? I don't know. I'm feeling kind of sad. Oh, why is that? I don't know. What's the meaning of life? Chocolate, Paul. The meaning of life is dairy rich milk chocolate from Switzerland. Okay, thank you. You know, it didn't have to be too deep. It didn't, you know, humans are easily stimulated, right? So my thought process was, you know, as long as you can carry on a reasonable conversation, or let's say you're working late into the night, you know, it's 1, 2 in the morning, you're a student, you're doing an all-nighter, you're a guy doing your taxes, or you're filling a report in in the hotel room all by yourself, and you don't have time to talk to a friend, you don't have time for a lengthy phone conversation, but you're just there sitting in the glow of your computer, Right? And you're just like out of nowhere, you can go, man, it's late. What? Tell me a story. And, you know, you give your computer a name. Tell me a story, Rory. Well, I remember when I was four years old, my sister used to throw eggs at my face, you know, or whatever. It just made sense to me that laptops would talk. And so now we have this incredible technology in the iPhone I'm guessing the laptops are next, but, uh, you know, once again, I came up with a brilliant idea, and I never followed through with it. Although I have to say, I'm sure a million other people thought of the idea. I'd never heard anyone talk about it, but, you know, it's not that abstract, okay? Laptop talks. You know, there's drive through windows that talk, okay? Um, but I'm just happy to see uh, see it happening. I'm happy to see this technology be integrated into uh, our phones, hopefully our TVs. I mean, I'm sure they'll be building houses in the future that talk. You walk into a bathroom. Would you like me to turn the, the water on? Would you like me to run the bath, Jim? Shall I flush the toilet for you, David? You know, I mean, just like everything. Yeah, flush the toilet, run the bath, and while you're at it, clip my toenails. I can't do that. You're a disgusting cretin. Oh, okay. Yes, you're a troll. All right, thanks. Now get the hell out of my bathroom, you creepy pig. Okay, thanks. What about my bath? I'll take it myself. Fuck off. Whoa! <laughs> so there you go, man. It's all getting wilder and crazier. So I'm I'm going to be picking up that new iPhone soon enough. And uh, who knows? Maybe I'll just talk to it. I'll podcast to it privately. You you folks better be careful. You might get cut out of the equation. Uh-huh. Be afraid. Be very afraid. And a lot of you are like, thank God, Williams. God, we don't have to listen to your BS anymore. <laughs> No, I won't leave you for a phone. Don't worry. Um, But I will leave you for today. I hate to do it to you, man. (sighs) We are at the end of the show. 
We're at the end of the podcast. It's just not fair. We just got started, man. Um, let me run some announcements by you, please, and thank you. Uh, let's see. I am going to be at the Winnipeg Comedy Festival in uh, Manitoba, Canada, Friday the 13th. Ooh, I don't like that day. But uh, if you feel like you're having some bad luck, come on out. And then uh, April 27th, 28th, and 29th, I know that's a ways off, but you can catch me, yours truly, at the Pittsburgh Improv in Pittsburgh, PA, man. Come on out, get your tickets well in advance. And uh, don't forget, you can pick us up at Stitcher.com, get a free app for your phone, um, check out the new uh, Harland Highway Facebook page. I want you all you guys to join up. Posting a lot of fun stuff regarding the Harland Highway. I want you to all be part of it. It's uh, it's Facebook.com backslash official Harland Williams. Okay? So everybody jump on there. And I've already started seeing a lot of the pavement pounders putting up uh, hilarious clips and stories and pictures. And people are talking to each other. It's almost like Match.com, but not. Um, okay. Um, and you can listen to the episodes on the Facebook page and I'm going to be posting videos and pictures. I'm already doing it. You're missing out. Um, and like I said, joke around, get to know the other pavement pounders, swap stories and ideas. Um, our phone number three, two, three, seven, thirty nine, forty three, thirty. If you want to leave a comment and harlowwilliams.com, if you want to drop me an email, Maybe we'll get it into the listener mailbag. And don't forget, at harlowwilliams.com, we have the uh, store where you can pick up books and CDs and videos and T-shirts. All the prices have been lowered to help you through this tough economy. And that's it, man. I hope you had a great time. I'm going to go make love to my cell phone. And uh, until next time, chicken chow mein. Baby? That's Newcastle, Colorado, right? No. Sorry about that.